We will be doing Ice Dalid and uh, hopefully finishing Ice Hay as well today. Uh, I feel like we've been saying this uh, a lot lately, but some Torahs are more accessible than others. Uh, this Torah really dives dives deep in, and a lot of these require patience because it, a lot of these types of uh, Limudim, uh, as we dive into different areas uh, that engage the Chalik of Torah that's in Panemius and Sisrei Torah, it's not a linear Limud. It's not so easy to just sort of develop certain ideas and move forward. It's really almost just plotting points in a graph until they start to fill in, uh, and we get the ideas until we go over and over and think the, the, the haze starts to starts to clear. It's almost like you have to have a, a very firm grounding in order to be engaged in any of it, but we do the best we can. Uh, so we will uh, start off giving a little bit of a review, a running head start into where we are. I'll be using Rav Chaim Kramer's note, and we will be going into the next level of depth in some of these ideas as well. We spoke at length about Tivus Mammon and the nature of Tivus Mammon, which really at its shayresh is not necessarily coming from a bad place. It's coming from this almost insatiable desire, uh, and it could be directed to a positive way, whereas a person is using their desire, of course, to come close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. In one sense, it's insatiable, and it can never, it can never you know, like as it applies to Mammon, a person who has 100 always wants 200. So as far as uh, if it's directed positively and we're moving towards the Ensophius and we're moving towards getting infinitely closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which you can never totally get there, so that also in a way is insatiable. On the other hand, that comment that we are fulfilling our potential and trying our hardest at every stage, so that alone can bring a certain satisfaction as well. How how does a person break their taivas mamon to allow room in for the chesed, for the das, uh, in order to, uh, to, to allow in, we'll see, ultimately a hisgalus of Tyra. Uh, so a person gives tzedakah as a person uh, in terms of midos itself. Uh, generally speaking, a person can't just break a taiva. Don't, uh, don't want something, right? Don't, don't, don't look in that direction. The, easy, the, the way that to stop a person's thoughts from wandering, let's say, is to think about something positive. If a person says, you know, don't get dirty, well, as a person appreciates cleanliness, so then they will become disgusted by filth. Uh, if a person says, don't get angry at that person who's mean, well, if that's replaced by pity, the reason that he's mean is because he had a difficult upbringing and nobody loved him, so one of the best ways to break a negative desire or a negative manifestation of one's personality is to replace it with the positive, which is especially in a mutually exclusive way, uh, the negative will fall away. So as one gives tzedakah, this is going to break one's taiva for mamon. Uh, giving stucco also certainly is a bechina of emuna, which will become very important in this lesson as well. Uh, a person, if I have 10, why should I give you one? Or why should I give you more than one? If I have a certain amount of time, why should I give my time to you? I have my own my own wealth to amass, both in terms of money, in terms of other things. When I am able to give you one, Meiser, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me nine, nine for me and one for you. That's 10. So now I give you Meiser. One of it doesn't belong to me. As a person gives sedaka, this is a bechina of emuna. This is a bechina of Mashiach. This is a bechina of getting rid of the avodah that represents itself in terms of elilei kesef and elilei zav, and we are able to eliminate charoin af. And it's as if a person is, is building the base hamikdash. It, it leaves room for das to come in. It's as if the base hamikdash is being built in one day. As a person can have that bechina in this world as well. This das is what enables one to receive Torah insights and also to teach them to others. The the chacham and the tzaddik is able to. Uh, to elevate people's souls, we'll see that when a person comes, uh, each one of us is responsible for our own individual avoda. When we come to the chacham, we spoke at length of entire dalit about the avoda and part of uh, what, what one, one accomplishes and how one accomplishes by coming to a chacham. He's able to uh, to rectify his failings, also able to identify his path in life. And as people come to a chacham, we'll see that people have mixed motivations. People come to a chacham sometimes they want the positive, sometimes they want to want the positive. They want to be going in the right direction. Certainly, they want to do Avodah Hashem, but they also have certain things that are mixed in. So we'll speak today about that. But as a people come to a tzaddik, the tzaddik is able to be malaki, to take everybody together and to elevate, to help them elevate their desires. When desires are elevated, it's a bechina of mesiris nefesh. In the terms that we used last time, it's a bechina of mayim nukvin. We're able to uh, elevate ourselves, to break down our taiva. We elevate the physical. We, we, uh, we, we, uh, uh, 
initiate uh, as an act below, which has a corresponding mayim duchren above, which is able to create a relation, a relationship. Uh, we're able to cause yehudim and the kutcher brichu and shchente, so to speak, our actions down here. It's like we're at the end of the rope, uh, the rope upstairs. You know, the, as a, it reverberates, right? We could shake the rope, and then it reverberates all the way up. The way that it manifests and is connected at those levels, it is in a spiritual way. The truth is, is that those are really more connected to the true expression than what we have down here, we'll see. But when we go to the tzaddik and the tzaddik is able to elevate these desires to help break down the taivas moment and elevate desires towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that is going to create an influx of divine energy coming down, which manifests itself in Taira insights and Chidushe Taira. As the drawing down of new Tyra insights comes down, that also comes along, which is we're going to be talking about an Ois Dalid with a uh, an enhanced, uh, a more focused Hashkacha Pratis. Obviously, we're speaking in our terms to say that a Kaddish Baruch who pays attention doesn't pay attention more. These are these are only meaningful in our because we are limited in our perspective. We have a certain amount of attention, focus, emotional energy to pay attention to one thing as opposed to another. When it's coming from an infinite point of view, there's no reason to prioritize time, to prioritize energy. It's a certain hanhaga that HaKadosh Baruch has with us, so it's important to understand that we're talking in our terms. So just, we've given similar types of introductions, again, as we uh, border on anthropomorphisms, which a person has to be very careful about so that they don't venture into speaking things that uh, that smack of kfira. Uh, mention a translation of a piece from uh, the repertory Kanti Alatira, which is actually uh, uh, coming from a footnote in the Sefer by Rav Avinal on Noam Frankel, uh, and he he's, he's speaking about whatever he's speaking about, but he says, the analogy about essence and structure, I'm just reading the note, but it's important, is not physical, rather it is only analogous to a reference, like when writing a person's name, Ruven Ben Yaakov, the letters of the name are not the form, the structure, and the extra essence of the actual person of Ruven Ben Yaakov, what they are is a reference to identify it, uh, it's an indicator of his essence and structure, and what he means is, you know, these are references Reference points. Uh, there is Navu and so forth in terms of names, but let's say I told you to write down your essence. Who are you really? Uh, if you writing down your, if I'm writing down my own character attributes, who, who am I really? What really drives me? How do I totally identify? What's the essence of my person? I probably would not even write my actual name on, uh, on that list of a piece of paper. The, the the names are in terms of how I relate to others. Yes, coming from my essence, coming from my rutzen, but how I relate to others so that then my name is important in terms of that relationship, in terms of that dynamic. But as far as the essence of a person, it's not quantified in any way. And he continues, he says, it's because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us merit that he created many concealed and wonderful limbs in a man's body that are an analogous indicator of the Maisim or Kava, which we'll, we will be focusing on in Ice Hay of today's Taira. If a person should merit to purify one of his limbs, then that limb will become analogous to a, a kisei, says a throne or a chair, it'll be a kli, for that spiritual inner limb, which is called an eye a hand or the like, whatever it is. How does this work? For example, one who is guards and is careful with what he looks at, such that he doesn't look at anything sim- sinful or look down on people in a derogatory way, but looks at that which relates to a Kaddish Baruch Hu's holiness and his service, that eye of the person becomes now like a kisei, a throne, a chair to that supernal entity which is called I. And then he goes on. This is the meaning of the statement of the of the Chachamim of Chazal that the Avos Hain Hain Hammer Kava. So very important. In other words, as Hakadosh Baruch Hu relates to the world, he developed a certain dynamic, a certain system, and that structure of the world, Hakadosh Baruch Hu specifically made it that we have Hashem doesn't need an eye to see, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need a physical ear. Hakadosh Baruch Hu focuses or interacts in a certain way, in a reactive way with something that could be called the Acknowledging the way that we relate to a hanhag of acknowledging a certain thing is through our eyes. The way that we focus, there's a lot of noise on a particular thing. We use our ears, so we relate to this hanhaga through our terms. But that's really a muscle for what's going on in a much more lofty, much more true to source way. And therefore, it's not that the real eye or a ear is what we have in Hakadosh, but what we say in the Torah, Hashem's eye, ear, this, that, that that's a muscle for a real ear. No, it's that what we have, what we deal with in our world, is a muscle for the dynamic that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has and it's uh, the, the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with us 
And therefore, uh, it's important to not get too caught up uh, to understand more the dynamic and the relationship that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if our world would not work like that, then we would have very, how would we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem specifically allows us to have this similar type of a structure, Ramach and Shasat, 248-365. It relates to the limbs and sinews. It relates to the structure of Adam. It relates to the mitzvahs, the essays, and the los assays. It relates to, uh, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us ways to understand the inner workings of spirituality so that we have a makom for avoda. So now, as we dive into Dalit, that Chacham, that the Tzadik goes and he gathers together the people that come to him with the Ratzain, and the Chacham gathers together in order that we can be elevated and and, and trigger a Shefa coming from above through a new, who he draws down Taira and a new Chidushe Taira, Nimsha Hashkacha, there's going to be an enhanced Hashkacha coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu towards Klal Yisrael. And we're going to frame that as there's different ways that HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can relate in a more of a general way, so to speak. Yes, acknowledging every single earthworm and cockroach and person and every single thing in the world. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu generates a certain mazel, a certain way of dealing with them. Or HaKadosh Baruch Hu can have an approach where he's more reactive, so to speak. In other words, when when HaKadosh, the, the, the movie is written a certain way, the book is written a certain way, and it is written so that it pertains to every situation, every person, whatever it is. Now, I go and, oh, you know, one of us goes and we're Meiser Nefesh. We break our nature. From HaKadosh Baruch Hu's point of view, I heard this from Jonathan Rietti one time, it's a bigger miracle when one of us breaks our nature than when HaKadosh Baruch Hu splits the sea. Hashem, it's Hashem's sea. Hashem is creating it every single second. If He, want, if it's, if he wants it to be like this, it'll be like this. If He wants it, if anything, it's it's Keviyachal. Uh, it's harder that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should keep it uh, along a certain line lines of Teva, when that in a way that might make it more inconvenient Kiviyachal, Kiviyachal, to be a certain way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu binds his Hanhaga towards a certain nature, but there's no real reason for that, only it's Hashem's decision. But when Hashem gives us a nature, he gives us the eternal, we break that, that's a miracle. So then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we now shake the rope, we make, we, we generate waves through our mysterious Nefesh, and that reverberates all the way up, and now that's going to change the picker up there, and it's going to come back down here. Without HaKadosh Baruch Hu, takes on a reactive role in a, in a certain way, that he runs the world based on us, that is a, a higher level hashgacha practice. So when we generate that dynamic through our amuna, through our mysterious nefesh, that is a high, that is an enhanced hashgacha in how HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Ki hi tanta. The taira is tanta. Now one, what, what does this mean? One of the things that we will see as we do these tairas, as we engage in this limud, is the entire world we set already has a particular, a certain structure. All of that structure is going to be around, uh, really you could say Yud Kei Vav Kei, four or even five, you could say uh, the Yud is also Kutzei Shel Yud, and then Yud Kei Vav Kei, we've spoken already about the spheres, so even though the building blocks are ten, they divide up into five general uh, ways, with one again relating to sort of like you know more lofty, it's like you know the the more ephemeral as it were. So there we, we would say that while the spheres are let's say keser chachma bina and then chesed gvur teferes netzachod yisod and malchus, those would break up into four or general or five general categories. The top one, which would be like kutzo shel yud, the dot of the yud, that would be arach. But then we have abba, ima, zeran, pin, and nook. We talk about uh, the there's the the ayin, oizen, chaitem, and peh. We talk about chach, uh, again, ri'ia, uh, shmi'a, uh, re'ach, and dibor. There would be naran chai, but we'll put the chaya and chida together. And then there's neshama, ruach, and the nefesh. There's the oilamais of atzilas, bria, yitzira, and asiya. We'll talk about the different ways of relating to the yud ke vav ke in different ways of spelling it, because you could spell a hey, hey, aleph, hey, yud, or hey, hey. So then the way that you would spell it, there's going to be gematrias of absa, Ma and Ben. Now, Tanta, as relates to the general letters, the letters of the Torah, the Aleph Bays are the building blocks of the world. What's a letter made up of? What if you have a letter and no Nakudo? So, what does that mean? The letters have Nakudos. They also have a, a, a tune. They have a trup. They have an inflection. You know, why did you do that? Why do you do that? The, the way that it, it generates a meaning. Part of the building blocks of reality are not just the letters themselves, but they come into Taimim, Nakudos, Tagin. 
an icy ice. All of it rests on on the ice. So the building blocks, the Tyra, the building block of the world, the Yisrael Rais, the Kutcher Brechu, are made up of also four different Bechinas. Shem Tlask Vonim Deena Ubas Ayin. And these four uh, Bechinas of a letter that are the building blocks of Tyra relate to the three parts of an eye. Uh, he says over here that the three parts of the eye are the white. Uh, there's a little bit of a conflict in the note. Uh, there's a note in Rav Chaim Kramer that he talks about. We're going to see the white part of the eye, which will be uh, which will be like Chesed, and that will relate. We'll see to Avram Avinu, uh, to Mayim. Right? We have Mayim, Eish, Ruach, and Afar. But that will relate to Avram Avinu. There's the red part of the eye. Now, one of the notes I have here over here seems to say that it's referring to the red part of the muscle. I guess like almost like the tear duct and the under the eyelid. I'm not sure. In this other note that I have, it says Yesh Nimi Dama Daimim. It seems to be maybe red streaks in the eye. But in any event, there's the white. There's the red, which is Yisoid Eish. It's going to be corresponding to Yitzchak. There's the colored part of the eye. Some people have blue eyes, green eyes, whatever it is. That will be representative of Teferes of Yaakov, and then there's the pupil, the black part of the eye, which will be Malchus, David HaMelech, Afar. And again, we don't have to remember all these things, but the point is, whether it's colors, it's not a physical, it's not an actual thing that there's colors in heaven. But the way that we have a mushal, once we understand and we get a better idea, we're going to understand the structure of the world. So over here he says that the Taira, as there's a Hisgalus, there's a Hamshacha of Chidushe Taira that are generated when we have a Messias Nefesh, that, that we all go to the Chacham, the Chacham is Mala, the people, that generates the Taira coming down. Down. The Taira is built up also in four Bechinas from the building blocks of the letters, the Taim Nakuda, the Taim Nakudos, Tagin, and Icy Ice, uh, the Shatnas Gets, the certain letters that have Tagin, that have crowns. And these relate also to the three parts of the eye, which would be Chesed, Gvura, and then the different color, Teferes, which would be Nichlal, and these things also, uh, the, the other spherist, and then Malchus, which is the last one. So these correspond as well. If you look at the letters Beratius, you will see Bez and Tuf and Rashi are two. Uh, the way that it breaks up. It's from the Tkanezair. It breaks up that the word Beratius is Roshe Bas. Uh, the Bas is like uh, is like Bas Ayin. So we see that these, the, the Beratius, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu's on Hug of the world, it's coming from Ela Roshe Beis Avosam. It's referring to the Shvatim. It's a Pasuk in Sefer Shmais, but it refers also to the, the, the Shvatim coming from the Avis and so forth. Okay, again, very high level. The, the word Beratius, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with us is Taman Roshe, Taman Bas, that this word Beratius is these ideas that Rashi are the three of us, Ela Rashi Beis Avaisam, the leaders of Klal Yisrael, again, refers to the Shvatim, but we'll say that they come from the Avis for now, Shea Avis, Him Tlas Gvanim Deena, the Avis also relate to Chesed, Gvura, and Teferes, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the white, the red, and the colors, Tamon Bas, Dabas Ay, and the black of the pupil, that relates to David HaMelech, that relates to Malchus, which again, we've said that Malchus is laced the Garme Klom, it's, that doesn't generate anything of itself without pupil of the eye is it takes in all of the light and everything that comes above is reflected it's taken in by the eye that's where we see the manifestation and now that the that Torah is matching up, it's reflected in the same way that an, of the Koyach Hari'iyah and the Koyach Hashgacha, Nimza comes out. It all starts with the word Bereshis over here. Nimza Kishachacha Mevi Torah Kanal. That the Torah now, the Bereshis is the beginning of the Bria, the way that HaKadosh Baruch relates us, that when the Chacham brings Torah, Nimza Shemevi Koyach Haru'os, Shalashgachas Hashem Yizbarach Aleinu, as this Torah is generated, which uh, it starts all from us breaking down our Taivas Mamain, and the Staka giving Staka, Amuna coming to the Chacham, working on ourselves, getting rid of our negative tar- character traits, and uh, re- we'll see making a Tikkun and rectifying them, taking the our positive drives are good and our negatives and redefining them to be Misakin them. Now we are able to the to elevate that, generate a corresponding Shefa and Tyra and Isgalus of Tyra, Chidushe Torah in the world. That brings with it a Hashkacha Pratis, Fikol Echad Kefik Heruvai El Hatayra, every single person in accordance with the way that they come, they learn, they attach themselves, and they're, they're moister nefesh. For the Torah, Kain hashkachas Hashem Yizbarach Alav, so too is going to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashkachas. You want Hashkachas, you want a Davin, you, you want that 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 you should have this relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It comes from a positive drive, we're going to see going to, attaching oneself to a Tzaddik, rectifying the negative and drawing close to Torah. Tefillah, obviously, Torah and Tefillah go together, but over here we're talking about the way that one is moister nefesh, 
for the uh, for the Tyra. Okay, ki ikar koyach haruos machma shemaka bedover and there. So now we're going to go again. Uh, hard to understand exactly how this works, but he says the same way. Why breath has a hevel that comes out. We're going to say that the eye, so to speak, works almost in terms of radar. If you're, uh, what do I mean by this? If you're looking, you could be daydreaming. You see a thousand things. You see a thousand things. Uh, the same way that if you hear, you can hear a thousand things until you focus on one person talking. So the way that we're going to relate to this now is that if you're just looking or among a sea of people, and then all of a sudden you see one particular one. What are you focusing on one person? Uh, uh, you, but there's a thousand people in your field of vision. What's that focus? So the way that we're going to relate to is almost like radar. That in other words, this is almost something, call it, he, he's called almost like a light that is generated from the eye and bounces back. It reflects back. Like I said, like almost like radar, like you hear back. But, um, but however you want to understand this, there's a certain aura, a certain focus, a certain sheva that you're generating in how you look at it. And as those rays reflect back at you, so now that message doesn't come back at your eye. You're going to understand. You're going to have the picture in your eye. And that's what he says, that the ikar kayach ro'os is makma shemaka bedavra that the art comes out of the eye and it attaches itself to focus on some a person, an event, whatever it is. V'chayzer kayach ro'os makma le'enayim. And then it comes back. It comes back and hits hits back at the eye. Now the eye perceives what it was looking at in its dire nira be'enayim. And now it's going to have a picture in the eye of what uh, of what it was of what it was initially of what I was initially looking at. There's actually a very nice note over here from Rav Chaim Kramer. He says, when the power of vision is reflected back at the eyes, it's the pupil that allows in the light. The diffused light converges in the pupil so that the eye sees. And similarly, in the context of our lesson, the great light of Tyro, which is Das, it's the forces from Chachma and Bina only becomes apparent when it emerges through Malchus. Again, the pupil of the eye, the black of the eye, that's what takes in everything. It refines it and makes it into a usable message. And he says, by virtue of Malchus being symbolic of faith and Muna, this indicates the importance of which we've spoken of a length, maybe in Torah seven. This indicates the importance of trusting in Hakadosh Baruch Hu and being content with one's lot. Right, a person who's sameach pechalkai—that's really ben adam uh, jealousy, things like that. It's really ben adam lemakom. Why is it? If I have uh, a hammer, why should I be jealous of a jeweler's hammer? What am I going to do if I'm a carpenter or vice versa? I'm a jeweler and I have a little hammer and I I want a bigger hammer, a big stronger hammer, but that's going to destroy my uh, jewelry. Uh, understanding that I, what I have shasali called Tzarki, that's really a Bechin of Amuna. There's nothing, there's nothing to be jealous of. I have exactly what I need for my purpose in life, and we're never jealous of anything that doesn't relate to us. Nobody's, uh, right, we're, only, also, we're jealous of the people who are seemingly in our station in life, and they seem to work less hard, have more money, have a bigger house, you know, whatever it is that they have. Mo- we're not jealous of, uh, of somebody who, I don't know, uh, who's a gajillionaire, because we don't relate them, we don't view them as having something that we should. They're in, totally in another league. They're a different person. So really, Sameach Pechelko is a function of Amuna, and this is a recognition of Hashgacha Pratis in one's life, right? So thus, to receive, to reveal the Torah, one must first possess the faith through which these insights are processed. A beautiful note. So back in our text, he says the oz ha'inayim royim es hadaver hanira. The eyes then are able to see what he's looking at. Ki haruos maybe es hadaver l'sayich inayim. That's what brings it back into one's eye. Aval, we'll see where he's going with this in a second. Kishav, where we're, we're, we're speaking now is the idea that since the Torah, the Torah that's brought into the world by the Chacham, who brings us together as we break our Taivas Mamon again through Tzaka and through uh, through Amuna, and we break our Taivas, we bring Das into the world, and, and we live in a Bechina of Beis HaMikdash, so that Taira is coming in the Bechina of Tanta, of Taim, Nekudas, Tagen, and Oisiyais, that relates to the elements of the eye, and therefore it comes with an enhanced Hashkacha Pratis and how HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us. This is where we are. Right and uh, and this is how we can we, we can draw down But now we're going to see in these terms and again they were relating to in physical terms. But we have to understand that this is a representation of Hashem's hanhaga with us. We want to get closer to Hashem through Taira and through mitzvahs. We bring ourselves closer to Hashem. That's going to be a more accurate reflection. If I uh, if I am shining a light at you and it reflects back, if it to, it'll be much more accurate, sharper, and a clearer field of vision when it's. Closer 
closer and there's nothing in the way, even not atmospheric conditions, all sorts of haze, all sorts of, you know, visual noise. But when it's far, that before the light that's generated from the eye will be distorted, even if you're looking through, like, through glasses, you're looking through fog, right? Before the art comes out of the eye into what it's looking at, it's going to become cloudy, mixed up with different things. And it's not going to focus so strongly on what it's looking at. And therefore, when it bounces back, it won't come back so clear. The Iker focus is when the eye looks at something, it generates like this focus, it does it clearly, and then it comes back. That is a level of closeness, not physical closeness, but for our purposes, the closer we are with Tyra, Mitzvahs, Aratzain, so that comes when there's less stuff in the way. That'll be accurate, like we said. That when, if you look at the moon, it's closely reflecting off the sun. When it's when it's accurate, right? When it's reflective, it doesn't give off its own light. So the closer something is, then the less things in the way. It's a pasuk in Tehillim. Really, the 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 shot in the pasuk says uh, It's like we're asking Hashem to restore the Ashkacha Pratis or Zos and redeem us, redeem us as a vine, even though Hakadosh Baruch Hu so kiviyachol. Uh, and we're so low, but we're the vine, and we don't want to get trampled on. But we say this lesson of shuv returning again, right? Because the how does the shkacha pratesi? It's the the light is generated, and then it bounces back. It's twice. That's where shkacha pratesi comes from. Tevas that that this this word shuv shows on this uh, this chazara, this this return of the light. Sheyashiv habata shemabit mishemayim aleinu that you generate a certain uh, light coming from shemayim. There's a mazel. There's a way a kaddish baruch who deals with the world, but we want a kaddish baruch who not just to sort of like in a general in a general uh, way, a general panoramic way, you know, the sun shines on everybody, tzaddikim and rasham, but you want that a Kaddish Baruch who's going to focus that the light from us is not going to be like our yasher, it's going to be our chayzer, if we can use a lashon of, and the light is going to bounce back, a Kaddish Baruch who's going to focus on us, be reactive, pay attention to us as it were, yashav al-yidei ha-kad, should return to Hashem, yashav al and it should go back to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and then a Kaddish Baruch Hu will see us after uh, after the light returns, and he will have hashkacha on us, because the sight is going to be once the R goes back towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were. Okay. And this is the Pasuk that we've quoted already several times, that the Chayos, Ratzo Veshov, and the Maisim Merkava, which the next ice is going to delve a little bit more into, the Chayos is a reference to the Taira that we've been discussing, right? Pasuk Eitzchayim Hilmach Zikimba, Kihu Chayacha V'yayrech Yamecha, Chazal tell us that Chayim is Taira, so Chayos, Einu Atayra, Shehia Chayim, that it's given to a person uh, to incorporate, to integrate, to live. Talmud Chacham is a living Sefer Taira. Ratzai v'bechinas habata me'ela lesata. Ratzai v'shayv. This is from Hakadosh Baruch Hu's perspective. We think of us as going closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, going up and down. We discussed also. I think it was in Taira Dalid uh, that we we kind of like lose ourselves as a total hisbatlus, and then we come back and we incorporate our voda over here. Ratzai v'shayv. We're talking from bechinas Hakadosh Baruch Hu, relating to us is me'ela. Lisata coming from top down, Vishai Vibhinas Hakara Usbadavranira that the light comes down and it reflects back up. And then it paints a picture in the in the eye of the one who was originally looking. Because the eyes are like a smooth mirror. Shinisrabham called Dover Shaimid Kinegdo that it reflects back, it sees say Ishain Bas Ayan. Ishan's like a little uh katan. If you look at you're standing by somebody, you'll see the reflection of yourself, of a little person. Person in the in the person's eye, as it were. So now that we get close to the Tyra, that the Tyra has Tanta, Taimim, Nakudais, Tagim, and Isis, that this that this relates to the three elements, the dynamic of the eye, the white, the red, the colors, and the black, which Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, and Malchus, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and David Amelech. The uh, colors, right? White, re- white, red colors. We said in black, ash, uh, mayim, ash, ruach, and afar. This is the way, but we draw down this element that we're relating specifically to the eye. That these correspond to the power of reus of tyra valides at koyach reus nechzer leenov, and then this reus that now that we draw ourselves closer, so then it bounces back towards hakadosh baruch hu's hashgacha kevayachol v'nisra and v'nitztayra manachnu be'enov, and now there will be a picture, an accurate. 
picture of us, like in the pupil of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's eye, he will be giving us, uh, we'll draw it down a closer Ashkacha. Avol ha'akom mach m'shem rechaykim me'a The akom is far from the Tyra. The goyim are far from the Tyra. And it's Tyra specifically that brings this kayachim rechaykim me'ashkacha. Say v'ashkacha say in Magia le'en ba'ka. Since they're farther away, as it were, kivayachol, so then they are not in as much in the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is giving out in a general way, again, a general specific way. Every blade of grass needs a way of, like, every cockroach and every person or whatever it is. But as far as, that, like I said, the, the sun will shine where it's needed and things will grow and they'll have their nutrition and everything like that. But as far as this relationship about the light bouncing back and having this very specific dynamic, this Ashkacha Pratis, Nimsa Ashkacha, so ala akum it's only with the Aryasha, so to speak, without the Archaizer, without it bouncing back, the Bechinas Ratzai, that it's as if that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking back, but we have the Veshaiv. We have the full, uh, the full hashgacha. Now we've said already three bechinas of how we relate to this rotsay v'shayiv. We relate it to rotsay in the gematria as the malach nuri uh, and kale, and v'shayiv as matat, which is the gemara, uh, which is gematria of Maisha. We said that the taiva is generated by the rotsay, the taivas mamain, if in the negative way, and it's cooled off by the uh, by the v'shayiv, by the matat, by Maisha Mashiach, the the uh, which which coming together makes a nitok. Mitok in it, uh, in the in terms of the chesed, the chasadim and the gvuras, that it brings it, that there's a das, the das is able to come into our world again with Mashiach, it's able to bring the Torah, we said that the tzaddik is able to rotzai, is able to draw together the nefashais, to have a mesiris nefesh, a mayim nukvin, draw up tashem, and bring down the Torah, which brings down the ashkacha pratis, but has the ashkacha brachis work, again, this dynamic of the world, noisin makabel, rotzai shayv, that a baruch is rotzai, he looks down, and v'shayv, it bounces back, and a baruch focuses is with a hashgacha shlema. Uh, now we're going to go into ice hay which we will actually probably almost certainly not finish, and we are going to relate this to the Merkava, to the Maisa Merkava, to the Merkava Ilah, Merkava Tahta, the idea of Tikkun, and again, seeing that the entire world, the physical world, the spiritual world, follows this structure. I wanted to have a Tanakh over here, which I don't have. I'm just going to read a very loose translation, I guess, or not so loose, but a, a, a translation of the relevant parts from the Psukim in Yechezkel. I'm just going to read it in the English from the from Kramer. He says, Now it came to pass that the heavens were opened up, and I saw visions of Hashem. Also out in the midst there was a likeness of the four Chayos. They had the face of an Adam, the face of an Aryeh, the face of a Shor and a Nesher, which we translate as man, lion, ox, and eagle. And the Chayos were Rotzai Veshov, which we've already been discussing. And when the Chayos would move, the Oifanim, the wheels would go, for the spirit of the living creatures is in the wheels. And above the firmament that is over their heads is the likeness of a kise in appearance like a sapir, like a sapphire stone, and on the likeness of the throne is a likeness in appearance like an adam above it. Uh, now we are going to we are going to get in this. We already said the uh, psukim say niftachu hashemayim uraei maros elokim. Those are Rashi Tevis and Muna. Uh, he points out again the only way to become worthy of these heavenly relations is perfecting one's amuna, perfecting one's faith. This relates very strongly to our lesson again, generated by tzedakah, by charity, by action of Amuna, uh, and by doing this, a person can bring Das and Beis HaMikdash even into our world now, until we're Zeicha to the, go, to, to the ultimate to the ultimate Geula. So we saw now that in the Elamas Hel Yainim, there's this Bechines Merkava, there's this, this Aryeh, Shar, Nesher, and Adam, with the Kiseya covered above it, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu as it were, I think we discussed maybe in Tyrus 6, we talked, uh, we, we talked uh, a little bit about this, um, and the way that Akharish Baruch Hu's Ashkachad, it's a, it's it's in, in in clothed as it were in these methods. And now that we're talking about Akharish Baruch Hu's Ashkacha, how we are supposed to generate from bottom up Akharish Baruch Hu Shefa going top down. So we are going to, and this is done through us coming to the Chacham, who's able to uh, gather together to be malakit and generate upwards the Mesir Snefesh to Mayim Nukvin to generate Akharish Baruch Hu's Ashkacha. So we have to understand everything is very specific. This isn't just in a general way. Do Ashkacha Hashem pays attention to you. We have to understand how this tikkun works. Vizehu, this idea. 
this idea, the highest ruts of a show, the 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 gimel, the the three bechinas we've been talking about, shviras tayvus mamon, the breaking of the of the tayvus mamon, the bringing in of the Torah chadasha, the hashkacha, right? That we're going to explain through this the idea of the merkava, v'zeu bechinas tikuna de merkavta, the tikun of the merkavta ilah, the upper merkava, which we're going to say is the Torah that we're going to bring down, or merkavta tata, which is the halos nafashos that we're going to bring up, she'al yedeach. That through what the Chacham generates upwards, he's able to bring down the Torah. He's able to, these two ideas, these two Merkavos, he's going to be able to bring a Tikkun, again, to line up the world. There's going to be a Zivug, there's going to be a Yichud, it's going to bring down Shefa, it's going to connect, it's going to be a complete Malchus. Why? There's four Chayos, these Ruchnyos Chayos, represented by four different creatures. Creatures, but there's also these four chayas bebechinas nefesh that represent themselves in a person's nefesh. The four hanhagas of a kaddish baruch I have a note over here that lines up. Aryeh, we'll see his connected chesed, even though we think about an Aryeh as being uh, the, the king of the jungle, but ultimately, apparently, it's the way of a lion to be going al chesed for somebody that does tova. Okay, we'll take it as it were. And that's going to be on the tzad, on the right side, which will be representative of the south. A shar is going to be gvura, the, the shar is gibor, it's a, the strongest of the animals. That will be on the left side, which if you're looking from uh, from west to east, that will be on the north. And the nesher is teferes, it's going to be a rachma, it's going to be on the east side, and an Adam will be Malchus. That's going to be on the behind. That's going to be on the west side. Again, how does this line up? It's really above us, but little by little, the haze will start to clear as we dive in. So we see, though, that the entire world connects. That's where we have a Makom for Avoda, because when we attach to this, and you know, a Misa, all the gunpowder in the world doesn't help without a bullet. So the first thing is a person has to do the Misa mitzvah. So you have to do your Chiyuvim, but the the amount, the more gunpowder behind a bullet, the more Kavana a person. Has a person understands a little bit what they're doing, or at least that they're doing something amazing, then you can accomplish tremendous things. You can accomplish tremendous tikkun. So we say these are bechayos or bechinas nefesh vekise, and this idea of we said that there was a kise that was mealha ifanim. And the chayos in the rakia, right? It's we we describe this like progression, uh, this progression as it were. The yoshev al kise is a remez to hakadosh baruch hu as it were, uh, and therefore in this idea of raising up nefashos, there's a remez to hakadosh baruch hu is yoshev al kise on the das of the chacham that's mala the nefashos. Um, so we're going to have to see have to see what this is that these four chayos are there. They're representative of the different nefashos. There's the kisei and the uh, the, the tzaddik is mala the nefashos, and then there's hakadosh baruch hu as it were that's above that and uh, I guess responding in a certain way uh, to that. But let's dive in. Number one is the arye shabbachinas nefesh. Arisi is a Lushan of Likud. It's a Lushan of, it's a Lushan of gathering together. Also, we'll mention one very nice note over here. It says that, uh, Arisi a Risi Mairi and Besame. I take the Mairi with the Besamim. What's Mairi? So Mairi is a very good smelling spice, but it also tastes very bitter. And Rav Chaim Kramer brings, he says, one's will and desires are directly linked to a to his soul by virtue of the relationship. The evil desires that a person has are capable of blemishing his soul, right? They're, uh, in a certain way, I guess you could say that they're insatiable, but they also, if the Kayach of a Nefesh, the Iker Kayach is the Ratzin, it's his drive, which will moves him, and he has an evil desire, that it creates, as it were, a Gam on the nefesh. In contrast, if a person has holy desires, so this causes the soul to give up a pleasant fragrance. Also, the ruach is a very spiritual type of a, uh, a sense. Both are included in this verse of Arisi Mairi and Basami. Myrrh, which is an aromatic resin with a bitter taste, alludes to myras, the bitterness of a blemished soul. The fragrant spice mentioned in the verse implied the holy desires of the pure soul. So let's see inside. We have this pusik that says arisi, which is obviously a lushan of arie. It corresponds, but it means to gather together. We said that the tzaddik, the chacham, gathers together the nefashas that come to him with the desire that they want to be doing in the right way. And he gathers together myri, which is the desires, which could be either positive or negative desires in besami. Myri zebechinas mar- Nefesh. It's like a bitterness. It says by Chana, I think that she was that when she was davening by the Mishkan Shiloh, he maras nefesh, bechinas v'nafsha marala, which is uh, by the Shunamis. 
Pasuk, Zebachinas Pigam Hanefesh Pigam Haratzain, either when some things aren't going right, the desires are not fulfilled. Kisharitza Dvar Taiva Zaratzan who Pigam Umaral and Nefesh, a person wants something that they don't have. This is a Pigam Hanefesh, especially if it's going to be a, a negative in the Taiva, but this relates, this idea of desire, as it were, can relate, we said, either in a positive way, it's being used totally for the positive person getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it generates a certain Saiva, a certain satisfaction, or there's something that's unfulfilled, that's like a Pagam in the Nefesh, which we said before, the Nefesh is the Ratzon. Va'achshav, nafsho Ratzon, a person wants to hear Taira, they want to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Chacham Adar, like Kol a person is not 100% uh, uh, in any direction, we have positive drives, we have negative drives, we have Lishma, we have Shaloi Lishma, but the person over here comes to a Tzadik, he wants to go in the general direction. What does the Tzadik do? He belikate Aisam, right, in the beginning of Yom Kippur, or of Maimon pointed out, we say, we dav come with the Avar Yanam. we know that there was a bad smelling spice in the Katairas, we have the Aravas together with the Dalad Minim, all these types of things. He's likated some Echad Echad. Kedel Halay says some Kanal, those positive drives are obviously positive, but he comes to be misakin the negative ones also. Now he's able to um, to gather together, whereas uh, I have this note for the Parpais Lechachma, uh, the Parpais Lechachma, both in the Hebrew and the English one, that have a similar note. I'll just read the English one. Maybe it's more accessible. He says, the very fact that a person comes to the Tzaddik for the Tikkun is itself an indication of his desire to get closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu, but he obviously has other Ritzayinais, other desires, and those are going to need a Tikkun. So by coming to the Tzaddik, he begins this process of Tikkun and working to elevate the person's sh- soul, the Tzaddik brings him an to experience feelings of bitterness, chuva, remorse over his previous sins and blemishes, it could even be, like we saw in Terry Dowd, it could be that he shines the light, right? It could even be that the person himself is not even aware of his evil desires by coming to the tzaddik, the tzaddik sensitizes him. You know, it's one of those hard things when a person's doing chuva, you find out things that you never even knew you were doing wrong in the first place. In the beginning, when a person's learning musr, they think that they're actually moving like in the wrong direction because all of a sudden they feel terrible. When they were, they were far away and they got all inspired, they thought that everything was great. You know, you just come to shul a couple times and everything is just fantastic and Hashem loves you. And then all of a sudden they start learning halacha. They find out that they're doing everything wrong. But now it's going to generate a certain tshuva that's part of, that's part of the process. See, sometimes it takes a little bit of patience. By ultimately, by repenting, the person comes to the tzadik, becomes aware even of his past desires. He feels, we, right, we spoke about tshuva and tshuva ala tshuva and the two are really three steps of tshuva in one of the earlier tairas. And once he has these, once these thoughts of not only positive, but the negative thought, the thoughts of bitterness are now directed, he now has charati, he comes to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that generates this Mayim Nukvin, which the, which the Chacham, the Tzadik, is able to be malakit all together and bring up so that we can generate this Torah. So Baruch Hashem, we generate the Hashkach Pratis, so to speak, and we're going to speak about the Tikkun as we go. And he drives him up, Vaaz Malakit Gam Kolorat Sainais Vanavsho Shed Naflu, even all of the bad urges, the bad desires that went in the wrong, that went in the wrong direction. Vizel Bechinas Arye, which is Lashon of Leket from Arisi Mairi, right? Shemalakin Maras Nafesh, gathers together this Maras Nefesh, the positive type is, but also the negative, the bitterness of the soul. Hainu Pagama Nefesh, even the defective desires in Besami, with their Imarats and Ataiv, Shemala Reach Taiv, that gives off a positive. A positive reach, uh, and there, therefore, the, uh, over here he goes into in this, uh, this, this print that I have, he says that, that Taivas Mamon is really like the scattered, when you have possessions all over the place, a person's, we said before, that a person's possessions, his Kenyan, it's part of, it's part of himself. How many times a person would never give up his life to make a hundred dollars, but they would do stupid things, they would give up, put their life in danger, right, in order to not lose a hundred dollars, that somebody shouldn't take their wallet away, shouldn't take their possessions. Sessions. What's the difference? What's the what's the difference, right? So, but over here, a person's nefesh is tied up in their tivus mamon, their, their their desire for more. And when a person is more pizer, they're more spread about. They're they're less centralized. Their nefesh is all over the place. Also, by breaking this tivus mamon, by by collecting it, by giving tzedakah, by refocusing it, a person is able to kind of centralize himself, be less all over the place in uh, towards his own desires, and recentralize that towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's the arisi. That's the Arye, what's the next Tikkun? The Bechina of Shar Shebenefesh. The Shar is a lushion of gazing. We'll see after the Ari, after the Arisi, the Likut, the Lion, then comes the Shar in the process of Tikkun. Zeha'ara Matsuchtzach. This is the bright light. Once we get rid of the Pizer, the being all over the place, they can be more centralized, a more pure a light. 
because we're less engaged, we're breaking our Taivas Mamon, we're coming and we're centralizing all of our desires, we have now the good desire, and even the desires that were beforehand going in the wrong places, we're able to retake that, that desire that we said originally came from a very high place, we can correct, connect it back to the Shairesh by, uh, by, by breaking down the negative manifestations of those, uh, of, of those desires, the Oz Meir HaNefesh B'Yoyser, and after we come to the tzaddik, who's able to cool off this taiva mamon, which is getting us all over the place, we're able to centralize, we're able to be mayor hanefesh biyoser, it's like a laser, a laser beam is like oh, a regular flashlight, the light disperses, it goes all over the place, it's less powerful, it'll bounce back less, but a laser, the light stays more focused, it's less piezer, it's less divided up, it's less scattered, and therefore it's going to shine brighter. When the rutzin, the bechinas of nefesh, it's, it, it has a taiva mamon, it has other ed Mixtures, everything is mixed into it, and therefore it's not shining brightly. It's like the nefesh is starving, but it's a feeling a lack. It can't be fulfilled. What is the starvation, the feeling of being hungry from? It's because there's an absence of of ar, of light, of sustenance, of energy. It's as he starved them and fed them the mon. Why is it he fed them the mon? What's the starvation? What's the lack? because it might have tasted like steak but it looked like seeds when a person doesn't see something or a person that doesn't have that focus they don't have that relationship with it through the R they, they're not going to feel satisfied when they a person who has 100 they want 200 when they have this desire that's not, that, that's not able to be met so then they're never going to feel this feeling of satisfaction that really comes again from the tzedakah from the amuna, from elevating the desires from coming to the tzaddik ki ikra soiva machmas the seva comes from the R that ultimately they see with their eye, that they connect with in, in that way. If they don't see, then they're not, because sure, a lotion of usher. By the brachas by Yosef, right? So it says uh, uh, the 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 sure is a lesson of gazing. Also, Hainu Ritzonai, Aidesh Einu Raya Einus Malay Nafsho Hainu Ritzonu. His nefesh, his rutzen, will not be fulfilled that when, once he doesn't see it because it's only connecting to the R, which again has to be centralized through the Arya, through the liquid, through through getting rid of the Tavis Mon and refocusing it. That's where it's able to shine brightly. Tov Mare Enai Mehalach Nefesh. It's a pasuk in Kohales, and it's saying that a person would rather right. It's like on uh, on not Twitter. What's the picture one? A per, you know these. Days, you see, people would much rather take a picture of a vacation and be able to send it to their friends than go on a vacation if they weren't allowed to tell anybody. You'd rather take a selfie at a fancy restaurant than eat pizza than have the best food in the world, and, but not be able to tell anybody. It says Tov Mare Naim, a person would rather see something than even the anticipation is always better than the event. But the way that we're learning in Pneumius is Tov Mare Naim. What does that mean? When a person sees something, they're able to focus, to focus the light that the Chacham is going to be Makabets, their Nefesh. And they're able going to have this relationship with it. That's going to be with mahalich nefesh. That's going to be where their nefesh feels a feeling of satisfaction. And when the the nefesh is going to shine brightly through the getting rid of the peas or the scattering the tivus mamon, it's going to be able to be focused. Azai the nefesh reeva mile taiv the hungry nefesh that's missing something. It'll be full of taiv tyra's taiv right. That it'll be sated with. The shining of the nefesh, which which the is really comes from the tzaddik who helps get rid of the tivus mamon that the ruach is makarer that it cools off all of this uh, this scattered desire. Vizebachina shar of the merkava because the shar is a lashon of histaklus ashurenu v'leikarov. That's the pasuk in Bamidbar. Bechinas mare enayim mahalach nefesh. Bechina that through the mare enayim, which is this r that we're zochah to, through that a person is going to be able to have this sphia, have this have this satisfaction. And then the Koyach of the Nesher, we will sum this up afterwards. This is the third Bechina. We had the Aryeh, we had the Shar. There is a stage called an Ibor, the gestation period, where after the Aliyah, in the context of this process that we're talking about, there is a Hishadshus of the Nefesh. 
meaning that after the stages of Arye, of this Likud, of, of these Kaychas, of this Rutsainus that a person has in breaking up the Taivas Mamon, at this point there's going to be an Aliyah that's going to be as if the Nefashos, all of the people, the Talmidim, that the Tzadik, the Chacham, is able to elevate are going to be, as it were, in a gestation period before a renewal, and this is going to lead to a Yishat Zebachinas Nesher, Tishadish Kan Nesher No Reichi, that there's a certain element of the Nesher of a bird at every a certain amount of years, it's able to uh, it's able to have some sort of renewal with its wings. I think it's a Rashi that says, uh, the Adam, the, so the Adam, and then the fourth, the fourth one of the Chayes is going to be represented by the Adam. After the Chacham goes through and he gathers together the Fashos, the souls, the Bechina of Aryeh, and he, there becomes a light, he gets rid of the Pizra, the scatteredness, the Shar, and elevates the Nefashos, the Bechina of Nesher, of a certain Hizchachos. At this time, it can return, there can be a Hizchachos that comes out of the Ibor, it matures into a Adam, it says, Vayhiha Adam Nefesh Chaya, because in Adam, we've said before that the world has a system. We talked about Ratz Ovashov, we talked about Zachar Nakeva, we talked about Naisen and Makabel. The Adam over here also, there's an Ashir and a Ani. Miskini is Aniyam, Atire is Ashirim, Kemoshe Kosov, Nase, Adam, Betzalmeinu, Kidmuseinu. Betzalmeinu is a reference to Atire, to Rich, to the Naisen, Kidmuseinu. Miskini is to the Makabel. That in Adam himself, the the, the Clolius, Adam has has a godless and a kadnos. I'll read the lushan over here from the from the Zayar that I have over here in my note. Lemechan lemiskini ulemeav loin tarpa to give chain and to be have rachmim on a person in order to be able to give him his needs. Delsiv nase Adam b'tzalmenu kidmusenu nase Adam. We should make it's a lushan of rabim b'shutfa klav char v'nukva. It's a shutfus of two partsufim of two bechinos of two ways of giving. Two elements of Zachar and Nakeva. Betzalmenu Atire is Ashirim because Tzalim is a representative of, like we said, that there's a parallel structure. So, in terms of the Hanhaga that our Kaddish Baruch Hu has with us, there's the Sphiris of Chesed, Gvura, Teferas, after the Meichen, after the Chabad, Chachma, Bina, and Das, or Keser, Chachma, Bina, we have the next level of the next six. We refer to those as Chagas Nahi, Chesed, Gvura, Teferas, Netzachod, Yisod, or the Zad, the Zeranpin, that's the group of them, and they are like, in this case, the, the Zachar, they're going to be the Ashir that comes in with with a certain type of a Shefa, Kid Musenu is Miskini, that's going to be the Aniyam, that's going to be the Nukva, that's going to be the Malchus, that's what we say, we said before, the Yichud and Kuchabrichu Shchinte, that by doing this process, we affect the Tikkun, we affect the Yichud, that there's the, that we're talking in Tzuras Adam, that there's the Noisin and the Makabel, uh, and through this, through coming the Shefa from different parts of it, this references the za and the nok, the the uh, the the element of the giver and the element of the makabel, and this reflects itself also in the Tzuras Adam that there's going to be a nice in makabel and ashire natire, dahami sitra dechura atire from the tzad zachar, from the zeranpin, from this element of how a kaddish baruch is bestowing to the world. There are those who are a bechina of ashirim, misitra dechura miskni from the Tzad Nukva is going to be Miskini. Now, what does this mean? Again, it's very much beyond us, but what we're showing is how we are literally affecting the world as we go through this Tikkun process, as the, the, the Talmidim, all of us, are able to go to a Tzadik, attach ourselves to a Tzadik. We give, uh, we, we give Tzadaka, we, the Tzadik helps us get rid of our Taivas Mama, and we keep on going over these concepts because it's such a difficult Taira. And through this tikkun, through the tzaddik being able to elevate us up, we go through this process. We're able to be to draw down the Torah, to draw down hashgachah practice, to close the circuit, so to speak, and to uh, to to bring it to bring uh, his galus of the Torah into the world, uh, and to yeah to to, to essentially uh, make the zivug and to to close the circuit, to, to circuit to bring a, a giloy of yichud kachabrichu in the world. When the tzaddik gathers together the nefashos, the noisy and the makab- the Ashire and Tzadike, the Tzadka, those who give give to those who are going to be Makabel, uh, the, and the Tzadik is teaching Torah. He's giving for himself. He's giving to those who need. So Azayim bebechinas Adam nafshos gedoylois uketanais bebechinas miskinei vaatire, and the, the, this comes together in terms of a form of Adam. 
Um, and this is going to bring a Tikkun in Adam. We have three three more. So 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 far we have the again we have the Aryeh, the Shar, the Nesher, and the Adam, where there's going to be a leak of Neshamas in the of the Godless and the Katnus, the Ashiris and the Aeneas, and the Iker of this Tikkun is going to be when again when there's Stucker, when there's going to be a Tzaddik teaching teaching others Torah. The Oifanim, the next this we're going to see why the note over here actually explains why we didn't reference this earlier. Just to reference the uh, the psukim, which are which are very difficult. So the the psukim go in order of this vision. The first pasuk in uh, says that. Uh, uh, like we explained before, this is talking about the vision again. We're reading literally, it doesn't mean literally. We're going to some of the panemius now that I gazed at these chayos and I saw that there was one wheel on the ground next to each one of these chayos. Uh, um, okay, and he goes on to describe them, uh, and he says, When the when these chayos moved, the wheels moved, we're going to talk about that now, uh, when these chayos were uh, above the earth, so then also the uh, the wheels were, were born, all, were, were carried also, uh, Wherever, wherever the ruach went, kalashir yeshama ruach lelechas yelechu shama haruach lelechas va'ofanim inasul amosim ki ruach achay ba'ofanim. That that the that the ruach of the it says ki ruach achay ba'ofanim the ruach of the chay was in the ofanim. So now let's try to open up a little bit some little nakud that we can relate to over here. The ofanim these are the wheels that are underneath the chayos. So hein hagufin these are the wheels that the in other words. If a person is, the, a car doesn't go anywhere, the driver goes someplace, but when you look at the person going, they're driving the car. That's similar to, as far as we're concerned, we have, we have a uh, nefesh, when we're in a shama, and we have a guf. So what's looking? Is the neshama looking? What's through the vehicle of the body? It's through the physical things that the, through the eye sees through the eyes and hears through the ears, but the kayach of the neshama, when we have a das, when we perceive things, so then that kayach of a neshama is not what happens. It's our neshama is resting in the guf. When you plug so to speak, the neshama into the body. So then, the kaychas it's using are the guf are the guf kaychas. That doesn't mean that the neshama the neshama has obviously the kaych of seeing, but it doesn't mean that the neshama has eyes. Right? That's similar to the way that we've been talking about it. I see, but it's my body that has the eyes through seas. So it says, What the body does is really through the life force of the nefesh. The nefesh is being piled through the avarim of the guf. But what's operating? What's actually acting? What's even perceiving? We relate to it through the senses of the guf, but that's not really true. You could have a body that doesn't have a nesham in it, then it doesn't see, it doesn't do anything. But the nesham on its own doesn't either have eyes and ears. The guf doesn't have anything of its own. So it says here also, these galgalim, these afanim, these wheels, they don't have any movement of themselves. It's the chayos that are op- that are operating, that are, so to speak, within the wheel. They're the ones that the wheels are to these chayos as the guf is to our neshama. And what we're saying over here is that this tikkun that's going to happen is not only for the nefesh. It's like uh, Lahavdil, if you would put, I heard in a different context, similar to David Galib said, you know, sometimes you can have uh, a fire inside of uh, you know there's the neshama and then it's inside of a casing but let's say you do have like a lampshade where the neshama the fire the bulb is inside the lampshade but then the lampshade gets hot the lampshade glows or the outer thing let's say you have a fire inside of a metal thing and that glows red and then that's what lights something up so the goof can become a subsidiary the goof can literally become an aspect of the uh, uh, an aspect of the neshama there's a hispathless there the goof becomes kadash says over here the goof that's gashmi that it's uh, that has an obvious, that has a thickness, that's also gonna have that's also gonna have a tikkun. But over here, it's not really the guf that 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 goes up in the ibor. It's the nefesh, the neshama that goes up in the ibor, and then that manifests through the ifanim that the guf ultimately is reflective of that. So we didn't reference this earlier because this is really a gilu of what went on. It's not that it went on through that specifically. And then we have so we have Aryeh, uh 
Shar, Nesher, Adam, then we have the Oifanim, now we'll have two more, we're going to have the Kisei on top, the, the throne as it were, and then we're going to have the Adam ala Kisei, so it says, V'kisei she'b'chinus nefesh, this Kisei that's on Me'ala Rakia, that it's on top of the Chayos, that's going to be talking about the Nefesh of the Tzadik, who Nefesh HaChacham Shinizkasa, that this is going to be the Nefesh of the Chasam Kisei, is like a chair, it's a throne, but Kisei is Lashon covered up, that the Nefesh of the Chacham is like covered up as it were the nefe the the chacham to the uh it's like the neshama to the guf the chacham is going to be like the nefesh that's like the driving force once it encloses itself once we have this bathless to the chacham the chacham becomes the driving force it's able like we said before Moshe puts together the parts of the mishkan that that's what's able to elevate the the nefashos and and uh, affect this tikkun and this aliyah the nefesh of the chacham shen is kaso like kisoi bebechinas yekarahimi pninim it's a repasuk in mishlei it's a reference to the kohen god it says that the Torah is more is more uh, precious than pninim than pearls. Pninim is a reference to the Kohen Gadol because he it goes lefanayva lefnim pninim. But the Torah is even more precious than per- pearls. The Chacham is on a higher level even than the, than the Kohen Gadol who on Yom Kippur goes lefanayva lefnim. Kamosh Darsh Rabbi says Zechron Levracha that me Kohen Gadol shenichnas lefanayva lefnim kimachmash nefesh Chacham uyakar that the nefesh of the Chacham is on such a high level. It's so precious. Hunis kasa lefanayva lefnim. It is in the highest, most innermost level. V'chol nefashos nasen levushin atzla, and it's as if it's shining out through all of the other, all of his talmidim, all of those that come to be mitzvah themselves to the tzaddik. The tzaddik is shining out through them, and therefore they become like a levush to the tzaddik, and they're able also. We're going to see as we go forward, uh, the uh, in, in the in the mimer of Rabbi Brachana, they are also glowing, so to speak, like the lampshade. They become subs. To the tzaddik, there's the last level. This is the das, the seichel that sits above everything. That's really the ultimate driving factor. Who daito shel chacham ki das nefesh loytayvi. With all of this, the nefesh, the das, ultimately is the driving factor that injects, that makes it that everything is tayv. We will sum up in the beginning of the next, uh, the next shear uh, to to just kind of stop over here. And in terms of understanding this unbelievable ticking that's going on, as we have stuck on a breaking of the Taivas Mamun and injecting Amuna coming, his bathless to the Chacham, where he takes a, and the effects of Tikkun and all of the Ritzainites, where we can have his Chachas, that Tamar Chacham is able to bring Tyra into the world, affect the Hashgacha Pratis, and through this his Chachas, through this, uh, through this his uh, that we have, ultimately this, uh, this uh, connects us to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, both in an immediate sense, in terms of bringing Das, in terms of bringing Geula into the world now, based on Mikdash and this Hashkacha Pratis, this direct relationship, and an ultimate Tikkun in terms of the Merkava Tata and the Merkava Yilah, that we have a Hizchadshus, the Nefashos, that the Tzadik, that we become the, the Levush of the Tzadik, we are all elevated, and that there's also a, a Hamshacha of the Taira and the Taira of Mashiach, like we said, that the, the, the Seichel and the Das, that, that ties the world together so that this world is truly uh, is truly malchus it's truly reflective it takes all of the sources like we said like the pupil of the eye and the uh, the entire bria becomes an expression of of israel